Depressing Joe when we don't hear this song, is it? <laughs> it is oh, it's so great. depressing. <laughs> it's my life. Uh, no, it that, gives me life. Uh, every TCP needs to start with the good vibes. Like now, you guys can actually see us through the, the intro, and we're mm -hmm. vibing out basically every time. John and me, anyway. You're like at the party, pool yeah, these of a bunch. But <laughs> he, he hears his voice all the time. I bet you know it makes sense that he doesn't. It rattles it. the cage, you know. I can't. Yeah. I can't do <clears throat> listening to myself screech in, you know, weird improvisational harmony. Can't do it. Well, that's sadly, sadly how it's going to be today. Uh, not vibed up. But what I'm vibed up about is our patrons. True. Uh, let's get that out of the way because that's the thing that I always forget. And somehow I remember it <laughs> miraculously looking at those uh, notes. So... Uh, thank you, uh, to Refined Bean, Frodinio, Battlecrab, Lulchin, Rexane, Sir Gertholot, Porkchop Sammy, Kasha67, Chara, Nathan, Your Misery, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Chris R, 34444, Bronzebot Buhao, Hotel Bravo 11. Was that the last one that joined, Joe? There was also Jake, right? I remember What happened Jake? to. Oh, yeah, I believe what happened uh, Jake to I listened. What happened to I listen to you yeah. still on, on uh, the toilet? I guess I guess we're not hating everything when they disappear. I uh took care of that. Um no, thank you a lot for uh continuing to support the show. As you can see, Daddy's Daddy's not home this week. Um hopefully back next week. Uh had something mm -hmm. important to take care of. And yep. I'm sure we'll be back in action soon enough. We yep, also yep. got so much to talk about, Joe. It, it's like everything happened and is about to happen ever in Overwatch history. Everything is just compressed into like everything. And now we got to squeeze it into a two-hour podcast. So let's, let's shotgun these topics it's a little a big bit one. And, and move <laughs> along. Because we got we to gotta do a, the, the fat news that we saw. We got to do the review, the preview. And... Nope, nope. I got a bone to pick with you Chinese experts. So <laughs> let's let's start with the with the big one, right? All right, from the top. From the top, make it drop. You didn't even intro Dude, me. That's some wet ass predictions. With the, like absolute trash songs. Do you just like what is going on? Did you didn't even intro me. I just sat here and you talked to Joe like I was like True. a wheel. Well, yeah. If you keep if you if you keep <laughs> Using these references from absolute like <laughs> bottom of the barrel uh, songs, then uh, that will happen. Actually, you know what what happened last time when John wasn't here? Because I know what, we, what happened because you're still on the graphic and this graphic is still relevant. And of course, Kenobi is still on the overlay. So last uh, time John oh, wasn't here, you yeah, actually that's actually out. crazy. Um, we, he's yeah. the new Batman. Um, yeah. Pretty put up much, the signal when I'm there. Much, yep, we put up the signal and Kenobi comes a running. At the same time, there's enough Chinese Overwatch that happened that also warrants an appearance of the Kenobi. We lit the signal. 
actually can I just cap- this signal yeah sure. can i can i just capitulate at the at the start of the show i have to apologize <laughs> to any and all uh chengdu fans you know i i know that i predicted oh, them you flip-flop at the at the you at the coward. end of last show but on second thought you know i was i was you know um struggling with my hubris and and my my absolute chad energy and i put shanghai um but i'm not the only person who flip-flopped uh there's a certain other host regular uh host on this show that also flip-flopped from shangshai to chengdu yeah he was a little well he's a little shy but you know know. he he got it's true you know you know know. well let's 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 shove that out a little bit because we got a it got a big one to talk about yes yes and i feel this is a serious one to talk about Mm. and i talked a little bit about it on twitter but I used to have a serious wow problem in, in, um, in school. Basically, yeah. I think within the first six years of wow or seven years, I had almost four years played. Of course, everyone that played wow has an idea what you know, playing means, which is mm-hmm. half the time you're in Ironforge and not actually playing. Sometimes you're also sleeping because you just want to keep the service warm or like have have an you know auction thing running or a bot <clears throat> and um yeah it's not real pl- playtime all of it for sure but point being i spend a lot of time in the universes that old blizzard created and a little bit of that spirit felt still contained within overwatch uh, in the overwatch community in terms of mm. the game development and I can't help but feel we lost the best bastion in, in that regard. And we've, like, old Blizzard is no more. Um, there has been a lot of speculation. I think everyone has a gut feeling of, it's also, let, let's be honest, there's also a lot of, we know Jeff to be the good guy that shows up on, on the dev clocks and, like, cares yeah. really about, um, everyone involved and also i exchanged stories with people around the industry and that is all true like jeff actually goes out of his way and does unorthodox stuff out of protocol all the time in order to engage with people um but yes there's this idea that like basically everything good is now gone with him mm. and that we're getting like uh the capitalists are taking over and Overwatch is going to just like succumb to whatever monetization schemes is going on. Yeah. I'm not sure if we have the evidence for that. It's th- it, it makes some sense for sure. Um, oh, for sure. There's, there, in, in essence, Overwatch was a very pure game or is a very pure game and what it does doesn't try mm. to give you a carrot outside the game for you to grind and like achieve new things or like grind for a- anything substantial, anything like reputational. You don't need to unlock heroes. That's all, like that has all been kept from us for the longest time, and a lot of us now fear that with the departure of this man, this is going to change. It's also mm-hmm. going to create a vacuum of someone that had just like the infinity gauntlet of charisma when it comes to game devs, right? Give you like watch a BlizzCon. And just yeah. like go through each panel about the guy that's responsible for each game, n- n- never mind the company, and just like measure up the 
the charisma at levels and the fun you're having while you're watching that in comparison even when mm. this guy's entire content has been leaked like the day before he's about yeah. to sit on stage <laughs> he still makes it entertaining somehow right so in essence um we lost a leadership figure we might have lost a guardian we don't know we certainly lost someone from the old guard we hope to gain him somewhere in a position where he can still make a difference and actually give us a game in the next five to ten years that is worthy of the feeling that we all had when playing these Blizzard games. And mm -hmm. admittedly, haven't felt in a long time outside of Overwatch when playing Blizzard games. True, true. Definitely some magic lost. Um, but as, as sad as it is, I'll be the the hopeful optimist in this. Um, you know, obviously the old guard of Blizzard is coalescing elsewhere with their their new studio led by um, the Morheim family, I believe, um, in in Dreamhaven. And rumor has it that's where uh, Mr. Kaplan, Papa Jeff, is is probably going to end up. So, will the magic be recreated? It's tough to say. You know, I don't know if we'll we'll ever be able to recapture. You know early overwatch or like early world of warcraft like you're referencing who you know jeff was a um i think he designed like westfall and like some of the first like quests oh. for like the original base game and did some encounters i believe was was pretty heavily with that and obviously led the overwatch team um i i don't doubt that they have plans in the works to kind of you know try to recapture that 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 old blizzard magic and and try to really go back to their roots with that new studio um, so there's definitely a home for, you know, our hopes and dreams, you know, on the horizon. And I guess the big question that we're all kind of dancing around is what does this do to Overwatch 2? Yeah. I'm of the opinion that I don't know that this really changes much of anything yet. You know what I mean? If we're to believe everything that they've told us, this has been in development for years now. I don't know that leaving now ruins any of the seeds that they've planted i think some of the polish i think this is probably a move that will probably see the game expedited quite a bit probably to a slight detriment but i think if anything that's my one thing that i take away from this move is that this game's probably coming out pretty soon ish and by soon i mean maybe by the end of the year um but it might not be as polished as you know old guard blizzard might have had it you know it might not be as polished as Jeff Kaplan might have wanted it to be, but, you know, obviously he's not here anymore. So um, I don't think this changes a whole lot, at least right now. I think moving on to for the future, that's when the snowball starts to roll. That's when you start to see big picture changes with with Overwatch and, and the way that they handle things. Um, I hope as much as it's very large shoes to fill that the the new lead uh, game developer, designer, whatever you want to call him. Um, can kind of come out and be the face of the community, kind of address things and talk about things, much in the same way that Jeff did. Um, won't speak on any kind of any anybody's charisma or you know camera personality, but I think that always was uh, that open line of dialogue, as much as it felt like it was, um, was really I think important to people, and obviously spawned so much content. You know, really, I think it was appreciated by the community. So hopefully that's continued, but. We will see. It's not. Uh... I mean, they picked like I mean, the thing is, is like I 
I mean, losing Jeff, I don't obviously know a lot about the old guard of Blizzard. Like, I got mm. into mm. <clears throat> games very early, so I mean, but I know that Jeff was like super important to like how um, it felt with like the old guard. Like, I kind of remember when like Metzen and Morheim was leaving and all those people and how yeah. the reaction was. I didn't necessarily feel it myself, but I was sure. just like, oh, this is a big deal. It feels mm. like, and, right. like Jeff kind of is like the first time that I've been a part of losing part of that magic you feel it here kind of did yeah i did yeah losing him is a big deal however i think that getting aaron keller who i believe is also worked at blizzard for like 19 years Mm. i think they've probably picked the best option to replace him um and i don't like I, i think aaron keller is very was also in his statement was very um very apt in saying i'm not here to fill jeff's shoes because i can't or not like it's going to be hard to do not that yeah. he maybe couldn't but like it's a very hard thing to do so i think losing jeff is yeah it's we lost like Lisa said maybe the guardian um we lost kind of a little bit of the magic but i think we have probably the best replacement that we could get at the current time so mm-hmm. i'm slightly optimistic because i think aaron keller has like like everyone's like oh aaron keller designed king's row which is like best map we have in overwatch so there is some, you know, there is some, there are some positives coming in with Aaron Keller coming in, but I, I think I feel it. it still is a bit of a loss. I would say that we're mm. losing Jeff Kaplan. Yeah, it's it's Joe, a it's definitely an emotional blow for sure. Joe, do did you when you saw this, were you scared for the reasons he left? Does that communicate anything into to you implicitly? Do you have any fears what that might mean? That what kind of a clash might have happened for him to jump off before he saw the baby? Thing? I have to assume that this is probably. I don't think as many people leave without that kind of already being a fear for me. Um, I think if I had to guess, and this is speculating from everything that people have said about him, um, him being Jeff Kaplan, um, I I would guess that he wanted to see this done enough this being Overwatch 2 or whatever, you know, sequel to Overwatch. Um, I think he wanted to set it up for success as best he could and then, you know, move elsewhere and, and pursue other other passions and, and projects. Um, he doesn't strike me, again, from, from everything that everybody tells me, um, he doesn't strike me as the type of person to just up and leave after like a big, you know, sit down, throw out, you know, kind of brawl, you know, with with, you know, the, the brass at, at Activision or Blizzard. Obviously, I think that encroachment is definitely happening and I think it's very real, but um, he, he never struck me. I think he's, if anything, you know, obviously he departed with, you know, the, the classic Winston line, you know, see the world as it, as it could be, not out how as it is or, you know, how you know the line and how it goes. Um, very idealistic. So I think that very much represents, you know, um, his vision and what he wants out of things. So I think he wanted to set this project up for as best a, a success as he could. But, you know, obviously he has to take care of himself and, you know, his his dreams and, and goals. So, yeah, I, I don't see too much fear. I think this again, um, we tend to forget that Kaplan also is uh, the vice president of Blizzard. Yes, uh, it's a title that just gets kind of thrown under the rug. We know him as That's Jeff from the Overwatch team and lovable and goofy yeah, and actually jeff from blizzard entertainment yeah he's he's a big deal to this company yeah. so i think again this is this is months down the road these are new projects that aren't necessarily um For sure. talked about yet that are, are changing and and 
it's going to take a little bit of time, but yeah, there's change coming for sure. This is if, if you weren't aware of it now, or if you weren't aware of it, then you are. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. So we'll see. Right. Okay. I'm looking, I'm aware of the clock. Patch notes happened, honestly, as long as they haven't really like impacted or are about to impact, um, the active Reinhardt's competition. Not play. Reinhardt's not playing anymore. I don't. Armor reduced by I think 50. at this point, I'm I'm not excited it's, enough about those. It sucks because we honestly, the meta we have right now, if you just remove like Balzaria and like the ability and like teams want to play that, <laughs> you remove that. I think the meta is so freaking good right now. Like yeah. just you can play almost everything. That's there's there's problem, there's though. quite a. See, what? yeah, you you've you've come full circle. You want just mirror watch. No, no, there's mirror. no circle. I always I want seg seven heroes in the game. That's it. <laughs> okay, so you just want league where it's like this is the 20, 20 champs that we're playing, yeah. and then there's gonna be like a random fucking cast in mid that we're gonna see like at worlds or some shit. No, what I want is No, he doesn't want that either. I, I want I want dive only, and then we can talk about Zen and Ana. <laughs> That's my flex. Genji tries to dive okay. all day. Anything more than that? If I if he sees a soldier seventy six, lid's coming off. Yeah, well, nah, don't I'm not, I don't even mind that. But <clears throat> here's my problem: Do you retain any of the strategical choices in terms of heroes throughout the matches that we've seen this uh, this week? Say that again. Have you in your mind? Do you have a map of what who of who played what, given the map? In, in those situations. And can you draw like a clear narrative from that for those teams? I can for Chengdu versus Shanghai. I can for that. No, for Chengdu versus Shanghai, I can definitely do that. Yeah, th I think there are games that you definitely can. Um, Chengdu, Shanghai, I think Glads feel very, I have like a, 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 a fledgling narrative for them. Um, I think Seoul played very well into Philly's like rush comp, but had some very key mistakes. Um, there are matches that felt very strategically crystalline, if that makes sense. Like you mm -hmm. could see like the thought process and the adjustments, um, Houston shock for another example, obviously we'll get to that, but, um, yeah, I would say that right now it's tough to like really give a good, like tangible with evidence supporting it, um, you know, story about these teams and their style and whatnot. But I think as we progress, I think it would, I, I think by the end of May Melee, I could definitely like pitch you on the strengths and weaknesses of each team and their style sure. and how they want to play and, and how their tempo is going. Mostly because it's very likely that the meta will solidify and we will have like two, three comps depending on map type that will be played, not more. I, okay, two, three comps or like different styles, <laughs> just to be clear. I mean, then I have to counter ask, are we talking about globally or just an A? Well, that's I'll say that, I'll say globally, yeah. Well, because I'm definitely measuring globally. I mean, because I feel like well, globally, I mean, APAC is playing a lot more of just like the die, the double yeah, bubble yeah. stuff, and yeah. NA has always been a region that's always probably going to play rush if they if they have anything to say about it. Like it's usually yeah. just double right shield home. rush, double shield, yeah. which is like so. I mean, I think that's the other distinction is that like if do, would you do you still want like regional metas? Because if we, I yes. mean, looking at these patch notes. Uh, I'm pretty sure, but do you want regional metas? Do you want regional metas? Is it's like it's the same comp, but there's like this one like change, like if like, or do you want like literally this, literally just like there's a different like, composition entirely? I what I want is to basically okay, 
I want to see how the shark does against the bear and not the ditto that keeps ch like morphing into all kinds of different dumb shit. Yeah. And there's no clear strategic delineation in there where I could go, okay, styles clashed here. When in reality, strategic decisions in the moment clash. Because we've coin flipping so often and, uh, at the start of control points, it's almost deciding matches at this point. Because well, yeah. control, has just, always, just, control has always been a burger flip map. Yeah, but like now it's like literally coin flips. Because think about it this way, right? You roll yeah. out on control. If you mm -hmm. got the better comp, you have a re really high chance to win that fight. The first fight on control decides like the map, like whoever wins that is like 62% likely to win yeah. the entire map, right? Agreed. Just the Agreed. first fight. Even if the team retreats, now they have positional advantage. And even if you roll mm -hmm. out with the counter, at least they got the point. They have better positioning depending on the, like, it's, it's, it's so, I, I don't know. It's not satisfying to me at all. This, yes, there is some, like meta gaming related idea of like it's 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 also more than rock paper scissors it's realistically rock paper scissors super glue atomic bomb yeah. like everything <laughs> like that there's a whole lot of yeah, yeah for sure that's through. the case and for sure there's skill in there but like i don't know it's not that it's also not that interesting and nothing really that sticks maybe that's something that a i desire to uh, have a story okay sure uh -huh. and this is so gooey that my mind doesn't attach to whatever is happening there. Hmm. Do you think yeah. that's because it is actually gooey or it just hasn't solidified or it's just too new that we're just a little. We're adjusting. We're well, adjusting our lens. Everyone's on how to, doing how to everything, it. right? Like everyone's doing like. If you, yeah, I don't think we've ever lie. seen as many <laughs> different heroes played as many frequent switches hit map. True. Like, yeah. It's it, it's it is it is basically currently we're playing almost the level of Overwatch what Overwatch designers wanted this game to be, which is yeah. to switch based yeah. on uh, compositional difficulties. Yep. Right. Would you I... rather though, like, would you rather though just okay? So you have the meta currently, or like if Arissa comes back into like a, into prominence, which halt going on a six second cooldown, yeah, probably might make her pretty good. Right. Do you want to have like double shield meta just constantly in in like NA or in APAC, like instead of the ver versatility? Because if there's always that time where like if a hero is just really good, like we're just seeing the mirror and nothing else, literally no yep. changes. Yeah, that's amazing. I want okay. you don't you don't you you want mirrors, but I think you correct me if I'm wrong. I care about you... execution way more than I care about. Uh, innovation yeah okay innovation. that's fair all right fair enough that's why you don't I like think... Chengdu. i see yeah that's that's where yeah. i'm <laughs> i probably flipped on that leniency i like well done innovation rather than just like I mean, of course, perfectly executed six pool gremlin <laughs> what can i say yeah no i want a macro game you know and then I want the nice little hey, macro hey, thing. hey 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 the nice little micro you know where the where the Actual. Look, man, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to cannon rush, dude. Like, just come on. If you can show me some crazy stuff with, uh, you know, with a hero I've never I'm seen. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play. Mon I'm trying to play mono red. Fucking get in there. Go. Get out. 
You yes, know? very much so. I'm the guy sitting you on did, top of the, the roof you frame. Fucking, you don't fucking counter my mono red. Good, you lost. GG. It's yeah. over. I'm striker on top of the door frame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like it, it never gets to. Okay. Uh, Everyone already hates me for that point as well, so I might as well lead into it, right? <laughs> I hate the qualia of that moment, how it feels to watch these matches. It's the not feel. a dance. It's like a fucking paintball match is what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's pure chaos, and at, in the end, Chengdu somehow wins. That's, that's the... Yeah, but they didn't. Pl they didn't play fucking... They played no, no. one they, fucking they played, weird shit. They played the most standard Overwatch... They have ever played while looking this good. I, yeah. I think. yeah, yeah, that's fair. But their their standard is just like picking double shield and shit. Agree. Like they know exactly what they're doing when they play this card. Hey, you like their double shield, sir? We had a a pretty lengthy. Yeah, I liked it for one this. week, and then they <laughs> were just bad at it. True, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, Chengdu still like you look at their control versus Shanghai. Um, without going too in-depth with it, but, like, it, it still looks like Chengdu, but it's just wait, not wait, wait. the same. Before we, before we go, okay. okay. Before you guys, like, muse no, off no, how great go to China is, remind <laughs> me again, who of you guys in your pickems had Chengdu winning this match? Please remind everybody me. Everybody but me. Everybody but me. Everybody but me. It's everybody but me. God, please forsake me. Strike me down with <laughs> heavenly fury. You, how I mean, you I was... I, I literally, Joe. I'm a I, was, I was talking with you, and I said, "I know." I, you, I said, "I picked." I know. I picked. I said, "I was like, I'm thinking about picking Shanghai," and you're like, "Come on, Kenobi, I need my boy with me because you picked Chengdu." And then I flip flopped, and then I didn't expect you to just fucking hit me with the "Long Live the King" scar, throw me off the side, <laughs> and just switch yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think it was after day one. I was real scared. I'm like, boy, I'm gonna fall straight down these pickums if I don't like shape up. And I was like, I don't feel confident in this in these lights. The, the problem is, Kenobi, we both were in a room hotboxing Dolphin Dandruff. Because if you actually look at our results, we're like, I think I'm 58 out of 70. Oh, in I'm our definitely group. leading. You're like oh, 68. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. we got Chengdu, right? We got Chengdu, that's yeah. All yeah. That you did. That's all that matters <laughs> in this moment, anyway. Um, yeah. No, like, to, to give a little bit of transparency, at some point in this offseason, Chengdu was really bad. And then at other points in this offseason, they were clapping again. And that's led, led me to uh, make the statement that the Chengdu zone is back. Mm. It's a little bit of a different zone. It's not that they... Um, they don't they, burger they, flip. Yeah, they, they don't do it. They don't have the ups and downs necessarily based on their compositional uh like choices it's more like legitimately how they play it did, did my volume go down somehow yeah okay. is this better guys um oh. the chat will let us know hopefully but continue right. on with chung um i love what i'm seeing to be honest like this is i remember writing an, an article which was basically chengdu your your task in this league is not necessarily to win also yep. but to find yourself now this team has a different identity about them yep. this team has the task to win APAC to get a tournament win or two possibly in mm -hmm. and to go deep 
in the season playoffs. That's the quality of this roster this year. Now, the problem is, I think to some degree we will see the volatility of this uh, roster in the same way that we saw it in week one. Because let's not forget, in the same week that they bashed Shanghai, they also have a game against the Valiant, and it wasn't dominant, guys. Like, you, you, even your no. Chinese, Chinese stance no, no, yeah, can't yeah, tell yeah. me they, that they looked, that was dominant, They looked right? a bit shaky on King's Row. Definitely. I, I think the thing about this roster is, is like, I mean, obviously having a main tank, also having a main tank, that, like, it's not just like having a main tank, because they had A-Ting, you know, he feeds alone, like, <laughs> that A-Ting. Um, having Gaga, who is genuinely an extremely good main tank on basically everything. Like, he played everything on against Shanghai, I think. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. He played Arisa, too. Good on it all. Like, everything he played, he's good at. Like, his Winston's extremely good. He knows the limits, I think, of every hero that he plays because um, a lot of the times when they were playing, like, against Shanghai, like, Gaga goes in. He doesn't, like, feed at all. Like, I, I don't see him feed too often. Nope. Um and I think like the rest of the roster has gotten better. Leave looks like an MVP caliber player now with this roster around him. Like last year, he had moments where he looked good, but this like leave now looks like leave from like MY, I think at the current. <sighs> he looks very good. Um, I think Jinmu, Jinmu has some good moments. Jimmy is an interesting one to me because like three players played Sombra on their comp and yeah. their team. Uh, and they all like Jinmu looks probably the worst at it but he, i don't blame I mean, him. historically you know he's look like yeah jimmy's just a bad like, player what, yeah. you, what you just said about leaf right kenobi yeah you gotta let, let this man's old heart like it feels hope right like it, joe can can remember during the time <laughs> when i was a, like a big lover of whatever my did for a while yeah. right we have had this owl pellets thing. I basically picked them whole. So. He's he's cheesier than than he lets on. He's he's trying to like straighten his tie and you know gentleman Yiska, but at his heart, he he loves the a thing. Good is innovation. like I'm I'm just scared that this kid like a like a little bit. It felt like he was one of those Shine Riza guys. He wasn't who, sure. who are you bad right in in that regard. Yeah. Like mm. he arrived in the Overwatch League. He didn't deliver to the level that we expected them to based on the World yeah. Cup and based on the MY. And, yeah. But I think I can be convinced this season that this, this is the second coming of him. Leaf. He has yeah. a team around yeah. him now. Like last season, he's, he's playing with, like, I mean, good pieces, but he's playing with like also a coaching staff that I don't think knows how to use him. Like I think a lot of the reason why Leaf probably went to Chengdu was to play with Ray, and Ray isn't there anymore. Where Ray wasn't there anymore. He's getting coached by Dokevi. Yeah. <laughs> and then now he ha he has Ray, he has Creed from MY, he has Yaoshi, who is also a very good coach. This coaching staff is actually probably, like, I realistically think it's probably one of the better coaching staffs in APAC, just in general. Um, I, I think Leave is, Leave. I always thought of Leave as, like, the equivalent of Uzi from League, and that's, like, who I would prop him up to. As, like, this guy is a generational talent who... When given the chance, when given a team around him, you can I don't feel make it. something happen. I don't feel it. I would say, like, that is more uh, Jinmu than Leaf. I feel like if you're talking about yeah. generational talents, about someone that's Uzi-esque, that's Jinmu to me. Like, this kid is just like, like... Just like the Lego blocks he's built from are, like... Yeah, 
I mean, I, I so I don't disagree that like Jinmu is like not very talented, but like to me, it's just like the 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 whole like aura of Uzi I think fits into Leave because I think Leave just in general has that aura of like the best Chinese like DPS like ever. Agree. Like, yeah, yeah. For I sure. think Leave has that pedigree. Nuts. Yeah, Leave has the pedigree. Jinmu has the I'm gonna roll at you with Vayne. Yeah. Jin, yes. 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 Exactly. Jinmu yes. Jin reminds me of like Jackie Love, right? Where Jackie Love is just yes. like this like Good. super yep. highly yep. aggressive dps that will just fucking like can 1v9 a team and like is going to flash yeah. flash zaya w uh score mm, in like yeah. game five of uh ig versus kt and just win the game for you. Yeah, yeah like that's just how i view um jinmu on honestly so, like, like peak jinmu there are very few players in the overwatch league that have ever peaked as high as jinmu has yeah yeah, yeah. i mean his fairest like you sick. saw it on control like, a lot everything. of teams like you yeah. look at soul versus philly you look at glads versus dallas a lot of teams are dabbling with certain control maps and peppering in Farah. Chengdu plays Farah completely differently. They play mm -hmm. it like it's a dive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He goes in. They're yeah. not kind of spacing out. They're not giving up first fight. They're not trying to play for goes. They're just in. Yeah. Like he's playing it like a tracer, yeah, which yeah, is completely different. It. Yeah. He's shotgunning it. Yeah. It's it's a different, he's a different breed. And it's not the only hero that he can do that on. However, he can get a little uh, a little ahead of himself, let's say. A little optimistic, you know. We yeah. we like to talk about him yeah. as being, you know, the the savant who sees these <laughs> tiny percentage windows where if he, you know, does everything right, he can land it all, but those those percentages are not always necessarily in his favor. So sometimes he can look a little rougher on the edges. Okay, so just just to get a little bit along. Yeah. Yes, Chengdu was very good, but it's weak one. Shanghai wasn't wasn't really convincing, were they? That no. wasn't the Shanghai no, that we knew. Up. Right? Am no, I, am I wrong? Yeah. no, no, no. They looked they looked pretty bad. I, I think like with, with Shanghai, I was reviewing the game. Um they like looked fucking lost. Like that Eichenwald where they just like rammed their head into a brick wall for like four minutes and just continuously just sat there getting naded, getting flashed, yep. just trying to wrap around that high ground and just never just saying okay we can just go to point because that's where we should probably go as a rush team like it felt like they didn't know what to do they were so scared of gaga who was like literally just standing standing there and just like cleaving them down and then monk who is also just i, I think monk hit like every nade that they like every fight yeah, that they void took, was like, just was nowhere to be found i think yeah. his bombs were were Lacking. He had like a bomb of hope at like the very end where he just chucks it up just into the air. Just threw it like... in. Hopefully it gets something maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Like the Reaper pick from Fleta was kind of all over the place. Like they didn't have like a good way mm -hmm. to break through that main choke. And it didn't seem like they were they were very well versed on Eichenwald in general. Yeah. It was the I same think... play every time. Ugh, it was such a frustrating game Overwatch to watch. I think Saicho actually had a good point because I was watching him review it. And Saicho had a good point that like the Reaper pick felt like it was like a ranked pick where it's just like, Reaper counter monkey, meek pick Reaper, we win. Like it, that's kind of what it felt like. <laughs> kind of. Because it's like, I, what, what else are you picking Reaper for in that composition? It's, it's, it definitely it, synergizes well. It synergizes, but like, like, where's May? Like, if you have May in that comp, like, you're also yeah. Fleta. Fleta can play May, right? Yeah, like, sure. we're not disagreeing. So, like, why don't you just play that? You also can, you know, um, you can also manipulate the terrain in your favor. Mm -hmm. So, you can just literally just walk onto point whenever you want instead of having yeah. to take this high ground in this enclosed area. I think that that would just would have been a better option than just the Reaper, which was just like, go. Yeah, I don't w. know why they were so concerned about like a Torb holding the right side. If you're if you're stage, you know, uh, yeah. on the attacker side and, and you're like 
hyper concerned about this Torb and his turret, like guarding the right side. I would have loved um, to see what that would have looked like with the May kind of wallowing themselves out, rotating around to the high ground, pushing point, using that little house on Eichenwald A as as cover and, and just trying to juggle the point and drawing them in off of their position. I think that would have definitely had a better chance of success rather than just doing the same play over and over and thinking it was going to be different. Um, it, it was it was just a frustrating game. I don't think particularly Shanghai looked good. Um, I don't think that's a normal match for them, if I had to guess. I don't think they just get banged out 3-0 by Chengdu nine times out of 10. Um, so I'm definitely more interested to see what their week three looks like after an added week of practice. So I don't think... You know, Shanghai stocks should be sold, uh, you know, en masse. But uh, yeah, they it did be charged too. So, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's charged. You know, Michael is allergic to the high ground. You know, Rio, God bless his souls, you know, on the high ground and inting. Someone hug Chai Se Wan, dude. Uh, just someone hug him. I have a piece in my notes that I'm like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there's a red lantern being passed down. Maybe we found the next one. Maybe maybe the next captain has been addressed yeah. because this kid looks fantastic, yeah. but is probably on one of the worst APAC teams we're we're gonna see. The, the thing is, it shouldn't be like the, the, he still has Krong on his team and stuff like that. It shouldn't be that bad. Yeah, every right? time every time I look at Mike Haley, I'm just like that could have been Dia. Like, oh, um, yep. it's so sad. Yep, and I'm not yeah, sure I if that's I see the mechanics, the problem, but yeah, I mean, it obviously wouldn't have helped, but the, like I'm not impressed by Mike Haley. No, I'm I, I don't I don't wrong. get their coaching. I'm gonna be honest with you, like. Like I think Dia, Charges like are. Dia, at least like I don't want to I don't want to say like has a brain, but like I don't I felt like it, Mike Haley is very much like a a hit scan like mechanics god, but ever, like the coaching needs to be there for this player because yeah. if not, like he's gonna do like what Joe said, just doesn't go on high ground when you're playing hit scan. Like you need to be, especially if you're gonna play playing Ash. Like Ash is on hit scan, probably the best up there. Like it's not it's it's like I I can warrant. Maybe playing low ground if there was like a, a plan in place mm -hmm. or if there was something that you were aiming to do or if like, OK, maybe you're you're evaluating coach gun as a disengage tool and you want to push the, the engage away something. Nah, he's pushing Hello. flanks by himself, <laughs> trying to dynamite on off angles yeah, yeah. and just getting dove and coaching away. And it's just like, you know, Sun Tzu figured out, you know, high ground was pretty important. And like, dark <laughs> I don't know exactly what uh, the disconnect is here, but, you know. Maybe I, I I don't get it. It's it's it, they're another frustrating team. Um, I don't think we'll they particularly see. played it's, well, but exactly, again, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, the interesting thing is that it almost looked like while we so thought there was parity in uh in relative parity in APAC, not that sure. Like if charge actually is legitimately yeah. this bad, if uh Spark doesn't show up, suddenly you have the bot clear bottom three teams. Then you have mm -hmm. like a mid tier, which we can argue about, but yeah. I feel like okay. Let's talk about this then. Okay. What was your impression of Seoul? Because okay, I have a spicy one. I think they they needed my man's profit to literally deadlift a map in order to yeah. have a chance. Which there. which one was it? Do you remember? I actually don't know. No, I didn't okay. look it up. And it was a it was a fat one. I think 116% yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, deadlift. Yeah. So we're deep in the average zone once again, ladies and gentlemen. We're in the zone where one man, by the sheer power of will and like, has put a spell on the Overwatch League, where 
we've convinced uh, he's convinced everyone that a team that had negative win rate in season three has <laughs> minorly upgraded uh, positions and yeah. would have not made a single tournament that, but be, due to COVID consistency uh, plans, yeah. were invited into t tournaments where they looked good twice, which is basically like the saving grace for their season last season, which is not a guarantee this season. Mm -hmm. So now, how do we feel about Seoul? Kenobi, you go first, because I think <laughs> I'm, I'm the odd man out here. Well, I mean, how to feel... The thing is about Seoul is that whenever I watch that team, I'm like, okay, there's things that I like about them and things that I think can like bring them forward. The and like in playoffs, it's very hard for me to bet against the best player in the world. I would say at the current moment. Ah. I think they're very much a team <laughs> that is just they are a team that does not Give a fuck, I think. I don't want to say give a fuck because obviously you care about getting it. Mm -hmm. But they, they remind me very much of like a oh, team. Don't say that. Like... Don't say it. We, we tried that once and then we suddenly had Arnold <laughs> on the show. Yeah, I mean, obviously they care, but like I think like they switch gears when they get to playoffs. Yeah. Yes. And like regular seasons, just like a avenue to get to playoffs. If they like, as long as they get to playoffs, that's fine. That's what they care about. They like. Mm getting to playoffs like winning APAC obviously is very good and like but I don't think like they are the same team in regular season that they are when they go to playoffs which I think has always been which is like Soul's MO from last year too where it's like when they go to playoffs like I was talking with people who are like oh Soul's like underrated yada 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 or not underrated Soul's overrated they're not good and I said this team legit has the best player in the world they are like every time even London like when they were on London it was playoffs that's when they were they because I, I don't think sure. they made did they make did they even make a they didn't make stage three right like playoffs at all or stage i don't four, think so I don't remember yeah no they did not they, they didn't won make stage like, one they got yeah. or they want or they didn't win stage two but i think they made stage two playoffs and they didn't make stage they three. are a playoff team that is how the, this is that that is the mo of this team it'll always be the mo of this team until yep. something like drastically changes and i will evaluate them when they get to playoffs because that's probably the best version of soul Soul mm -hmm. right now, I think, is not a, like if I was like, you know, gun to my head, someone is telling me, like, do you think they're going to win? I'm like, mm, no, based but on do, what do they so have a far, shot, though. They have a shot, though. Boy, do they. And a shot feels like all that they need. Like if they yep. any type of percentage that they can get to get to playoffs, that's it. Like they're totally fine to win. Look, the problem for Soul is the following. They are, in my mind. They, they OK. They shouldn't be scared of dropping below fourth in APAC. Yeah. But uh, they're also not likely to get yeah. ahead of the rest. And we, we, we will talk about another team that will be a top three team in APAC. That we haven't when, seen yet. That we haven't seen that when we talk about the, the other matches. Yeah. But Mount Olympus in APAC is sort of like packed at the moment and you gotta find ways to Agreed. get these wins to qualify for these tournaments where you can then pop off yes if Seoul makes it into a tournament they're likely to also get a bonus win there you gotta get there first though and True. i haven't looked specifically at their schedule maybe they are lucky and like they get spark charge and valiant in like one one stage or whatever and they can get it through that then, I mean, towards season playoffs, to be fair, they also just got a big play-ins, which is possible for them. 
But yeah, I don't like why this team shouldn't have to count on the on the, their only ability to like clutch it out when it matters a lot. Like they need the consistency. They need to rise the tide. I get that you can make waves. You need to rise your tide. And I also understand like to you is a player to like that to me. Yeah. I have no problem with Suyu. I think he he's actually one of the revelations that Soul has produced in the last yeah, I think couple he's of seasons. Good. I really yeah. like him. Creative is still a big question mark to me. I agree. Um, yeah. like the tank line is still like mysteriously shuffled together at times. I I don't think we can constitute a trend right now, but yeah. Um, I also think honestly, like for a season start, Jesha looked better than he usually does at a season start. So I that think, was encouraging. I think it's, mm-hmm. Yes, I think there's a reason for that, but continue. <laughs> I mean, now you got to say the reason. Yeah, what's the reason? I mean, I'm going to I'm going to have to I'm going to have to paint a picture. So, oh if you my got God. more points to make. <laughs> okay, I'm sending the DM and already apologize. Let's go. <laughs> what's he doing? <laughs> so, this is only positive things. I'm actually quite high on Seoul after their game versus Philly. Yes, they lost 3-1. Off of their first two maps alone. I am seeing some clear method to this madness. I don't see the team that clutches it out. Yes, they end up clutching it out, but I think their control specifically was very tailored versus their rush style. I think they played extremely well on Blizzard World specifically. A, I think their their last point was a little little rough around the edges. Mm -hmm. Um, But in general... I think even on like round two of Blizzard World, seeing how they're adapting to like this weird like Ryan Arissa style that Philly's kind of throwing at them again, talking about styles. I think Philly is going to be the most Western APAC team just like off off of just one game. I think it's it's a fair assumption mm-hmm. just off of those games. I'm seeing a lot that. Is a is a vote of confidence, however. Kenobi has enlightened me on a in a new phrase that I'm now abusing. I think uh, Brother Onimo is back. Um, he's doing some, he's doing the dang thing, you know, channel and only wish. Couple, couple mistakes here and there that I wish we could, we could tighten up a little bit, but I think that's easy to fix. You should have told having... me that I need to bring the helmet again. Guys, come <laughs> it on. was, yeah, it was, it was, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Um, however, on, like I, I'm very high on soul, just like I am on Molly. Um, as we progress throughout the season, I think this team will find its consistency Possibly. much to the same degree. Uh, one of Prophet's former team does. And I think this team is built quite similarly. So let's go down. Let's take a trip down memory lane, shall we? Let's go to Apex. Uh, you know, can't, got all the can't have a tactical approach without Apex, of course. Yeah, yeah. Quickly, you know, obviously, <laughs> as time is still the essence. GC Busan. Remember, remember this old team, Miska? For sure. Remember yeah. this old team? It was Prophet's old team. Oh, just, weirdly enough, it's Jester's old team. So there's two pieces right out the way, right? Yeah. At the time when they were as dominant as they were, uh, they had a pretty strong uh, flex tank, yeah? Yeah. Kind of similar to two, you, yeah? Yeah. They also had a pretty strong caller at Do I need support. to sing again? Just, just let me know if I need to make a song about two, you as well. Down the line. I, that, that I don't know. You know, we'll have okay. to see. Okay. That, was, that was when he, when he you know, that's Keep when going. Hureg, yeah. that's, okay. that's when we all went into the Overwatch League. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I don't think it's that far just yet. This is a team that I think this sold 2021 team is built with some echoes of GC Busan. I think they have a strong main support that, well, not a strong main support, but a strong voice at main support. <laughs> I think they have a 
fairly decent flex support. I'm still not big on creative, much in the same way that I wasn't necessarily high on Hagopyun. The big difference is that they don't have the talisman, but they do have fits, which I would say is an upgrade. Sure. But I think in general, the, the feeling that this is kind of more of a, a core kind of passive DPS, if you kind of want to call it that, somebody who's more apt at zoning, somebody who's a little bit more focused on Sombra, as Soul has shown, I think this is kind of, this Soul roster is built like an old GC Busan, and I'm kind of here for it. If they can continue to be as adaptable on the fly as I saw in that Philly match, we'll have to see coming into week three. Give them another week of practice. Their, their schedule is not easy by any means. We'll get to New York, but I like what I'm seeing. I am, I am digging what is, I am seeing. I, I understand your metaphor because Animo is Nuss and Sebiolbi is Hurek. It fits perfectly. <laughs> it oh, I fits forgot Sebiolbi is on that team. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yeah. So that they're coaches. Um, no, Kenobi, what is, what is your take on, on Soul? What, what, did you like anything? Do you think this team will come together? Oh, I mean, I kind of, yeah, I, I think that I like the, I, I do like to you, I think actually like watching, um, I think they were, did, did Soul play in um, the next cup? Uh, yeah. Like that. I remember, I actually really liked to you when I saw them there. And I think to you yes. is kind of like continued to be very good. I think you're right that they're like one of the revelations that's come from Genji. Um, I, I really, again, I think it's a team that is, I think they'll, they, they shouldn't have a problem making top four. I really don't think yeah. that they should have. Like, I think it's it's easy enough for them to do so, and then they can go to playoffs and then become soul in playoffs, which is their, like, ultimate transformation, um, where the team just becomes better yeah. than they are currently. Remember last May? <clears throat> yeah, last May, playoffs of last... They didn't play win, but, no, look, but... they got... They damn got good far. three maps. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, so I think that the, the, whole, the whole point for this team is to, like... It is to, you know... I think wait until, like... Tie, bide their time to get like you you can't like obviously like charge three two not ideal or wait did they three oh charge or um uh, did they three two I can't remember. uh they three oh charge Chat. yeah they three yeah okay yeah. so um that's like the three ring charge you need those types of matches where it's like you need yeah. to just like take the map differential you got they're it. gonna play valiant in like week yeah. three i'm pretty sure as well so yeah. just three oh that free. one yeah they, they get those free wins and then just get to playoffs that's how this team wins i think the team is yeah. good enough in playoffs as well Memories. like once they get there i think they can probably beat a lot like on any given day i can't it is it would be likely for me to be like if you give me like a time machine and be like soul got into playoffs and then they won may melee i'd be like okay that sounds like reasonable to me i'm not very shocked i'm not really like shocked at that because they have the best player in the world they have some very good pieces they do have brother animo but <laughs> i mean hopefully that there was one no. res, man. It was yeah. it was tragic. <laughs> Boy, howdy! Like it was an absolute botch. Like, yeah. Uh, Carpe hits like a shot, and then Animo just goes for a res, and then Philly yeah. just drops on him. Like, I don't. Their support line is their weakest part. I, I really think there's. Uh, so hopefully, like the hopefully the meta going into playoffs, which I I, I hope isn't this patch actually. Uh, I hope it's like I, I, hope I don't, don't think it is. I think they've so, announced that they're only going to be changing patches in the the. the okay, good because I. Fucking hate playoff patch. Um, yep. Preach. I, I think that I think that if they like this meta doesn't necessarily tend to. This isn't like last year where the meta was very much you need to have like a fucking god at flex support or someone to yeah. or like you know your mercy has to be very good to. Like we saw basically every team that was like at least in like contenders when that meta was because I think um, 
I think the meta was like, well, I mean, even like in Owl, like Violet was the fucking carry of the game. I don't think Soul had that. So this is, I think these metas that we have currently, like the three comps, like they're not very support reliant. You can still like throw from support, obviously, but you don't need yeah. to be like Violet. You don't need to be an, like Jonak. You don't need to be this carry mm -hmm. player from a support role. And I think that fits better for creative and Animo. And right. then that lets like gesture to you profit and fits kind of be the engine of the team which they need to be for this team to be good oh right. speaking of talking and hyping up gesture uh you know i think one of the big reasons why he's performing as well as he is um not only is because winston's <clears throat> back in the fold but because they're they're kind of patented him and profits you know uh you know dive style is is very important to a lot of these maps especially sure. on maps like blizzard world especially on maps. Mm -hmm. um, I think most escort maps, like barring maybe um, some of the hybrid ones, but that that kind of very coordinated attack is something that they have built a career on and won titles on. And I think that's where you're seeing him kind of thrive. And I think that's why you're seeing him look as, as good as he is. Okay. We, we, I'm mindful of time. So yeah. I think it warrants like, we can talk like two or three minutes about the team that, like, yes, we had a lot of, in, like, weird situations in terms of, like, the, the results that we saw. None of them confused me as much as Philadelphia Fusion going 2-0 this week. That was very unexpected to me. That, that's, that's just because you're, you know, you're playing. No, you don't understand. You don't understand. They were no, legitimately so bad for a while. And then no. in the last week, and that's actually something that uh, Christopher talked about in the interview that I did with him after the match, they mm. turned it around last week. And yes, keep in mind, guys, like, improvement is never like a line. It's more like stagnation. Maybe you go down even a bit, and then you have a breakthrough, and it suddenly jumps up. They had a jump up, my dude. They went possibly from the worst team in APAC to a top two, top three team in APAC now. I think they've got some holes. I think they've got some issues. Chat's already kind of touched on one regarding Tracer. I think that's why they're leaning on the rush style as heavily as they are on some of these maps. Uh -huh. um, especially Blizzard World kind of running around with Arissa, Hotba Arissa. That was kind of a, a wonky one. Um, I, I thought Soul on their second round did a great job of trying to fight them at the pass and, and trying to stop them or attack them during the rotation. Up and around kind of towards like the little Griffin ride. Um, but Regardless, uh, Philly, they do look good. A lot of the pieces you assume would look good do look good. Rascal's Tracer isn't as strong as I would like, but that doesn't mean there aren't ways for them to kind of stick out stylistically and make practicing for them very hard. In that same way, you know what they're going to run, especially on given maps. I think they might get abused in some ways. Um, and I think Soul did a really good job with non-act control. Um, with their fire comp was was quite pleased with that, even though they lost. Um, so I like what I'm seeing, but I wanna I before I give like a, a definitive take, I want to see what week two looks like. I'm really interested yeah. to see what New York mm. and, and Spark have to have to show for this. Um because they play Chengdu too, Philly. True. So that's <sighs> I I've seen people have like a, this vote of confidence in Philly, and I think with a, a smattering of scrim bucks, I don't see how Philly beats Chengdu, to be completely honest with you, if I'm going to go into predictions. Um, but 
we'll get to that. I'll I'll yeah. I'll touch on that when we get there. Do Do you have anything to add to that, Kenobi, or should we jump? No, I I think Philly is Philly's a team that I think I I would say based on everything that we heard, I'd say overperformed to most of our expectations. Like, I don't think a lot of people had them beating Seoul. I I it, that yeah. I can yeah really realize. So and I think that the pieces that they have currently on the thirty day contracts. Because I believe all three of the players, yeah. like Toby, Hotba, yep. and Rascal, are all thirty days. Yep. I believe they're serviceable, and once they get like Funny Astro there, I think the team gets like better. I would yep. like to see them actually keep Rascal, like because I, I think he's because I think that he's like a player that you kind of need, or I would want to have in like a scenario where like a whole year where metas like change and shift, and yeah. Rascal just can become like a a carry for a team if on the in the right like scenario. So. I think that I mean obviously like having him you you have to pay him pretty a hefty penny so I don't know yes if it's for sure it's um, also so, I imagine must be frustrating to play with Rascal because <laughs> I mean that's not the same player that's in the scrims that's so showing up on the sure. live server that's mm -hmm. that's a big problem that Rascal has yeah and but yeah that's that's my that's my keep in mind they it. also have shockwave backlogged and I understand that people don't I, think of yeah. him as uh like this like. A talent like Rascal, I think he can get there, and That's I think nine yeah, can yeah, I think get him there. Yeah. Yeah. So, 100%. like, 100%. if if it was me, it's also just like the entire package this kid brings is too good to. Uh, pass yeah, up. I think Shockwave's really good. Yeah, I agree. So, oh, can Co can Toby get a contract, please? Can somebody yeah, pick this boy yeah. up? This kid's good. It's actually good. Yeah. Right, he's got 30 days in the league. Somebody needs to bring him on yeah. board. Justice Pre, I'm looking at you. Yo, put Come him on. back okay. on Soul, bro. Uh, okay, guys. <laughs> With brother instead of brother Animo. Okay, so Joe, you wrote those notes. Am I correct? Uh, most of them, some of them. Uh, you good. wrote scrim bounce bucks down astronomically. I sure did. <laughs> you are down astronomical, good sir. Uh, is Houston astronomically down against San Francisco Shock? Do we need to talk about Atlanta? Oh yeah, Atlanta. do we need to talk about Chengdu? Do we need to talk about Florida? Oh yeah. How about the Glads? You want to talk oh, about the Glads? Uh, okay, so to be fair, Glads down. Should we? Atlanta we should probably down. talk about the Glads. I didn't have we much juice on on how Florida was doing. Um, fair. That was more attacking your power rankings. Right. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And yes, like up on seeing how Florida is performing. The problem is I just don't know where to place teams. And even if you I gave me like a reset button right now, I still wouldn't know because I don't know where Boston will land. I don't know what, how sure. good Toronto actually mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's, that's what I meant. Like, okay, let's, let's actually jump into this here. Sure. Even though I didn't necessarily plan to, the, to talk about them specifically. But mm -hmm. do you still think after what you've seen that my ninth team, Toronto, could also be a top three team depending on what kind of meta? I mean, hits? brother, they played. Who did yeah. they play? Let's see. Who did they play? I mean, if, they... if we're going to be honest, right? I agree. They played Vancouver, kind of a gimme. And they also lost them. Well, map. They, they pity mapped Vancouver. They did pity map Vancouver. Beast yeah. and Logics did come in, and so did uh, Aztec. And it was, it was kind of a, a mess. There were pieces that looked good, but overall, I think the cohesion was dropped. Um, but if Atlanta is performing as well on paper as they, they were, um, I don't think it's too crazy to assume that Toronto could jump up given the right meta. Um, however, I think they're, I think they definitely lean one way and, in, in the, the, I, I, it's not a crossroads, but like, if you're looking at like the, the double bubble kind of like aggressive, like 
scatter style versus like the death ball like rush i think they're very much a a double bubble like ball tracer sombra like i don't want to see and i, I get he played well i think Hisu playing pretty deep in the pocket is going to be an issue that for them moving forward mm-hmm. um i'd like to see and this is something i talked about a lot in the discord you know shout out to the watch party people um, I want to see McCree's play more flanks. Keep teams Agreed. honest. If people are going, if people are learning this in contenders and finding success with it, I want to see that move more towards the Overwatch League. I'm not saying permanent flank, right? I want right. to see it just kind of peppered in. It has keeping yeah. them a threat. That's a team yes. To- yeah, you have. I to mean, you can it. literally like just you can one shot the back. Like it's actually so easy yeah. to just flank flank yep. right click like flex like Seekers doing it in contenders. I don't know why we're not. It's dude. Something that's even being done in like collegiate. Like I was casting collegiate, and teams are like teams are flanking McCree and just like winning fights for free off of flash fans. Let me let me juice this up a little bit because okay. I okay. talked to um to some people in APAC, and Ochu, CC, yeah. Yeah. and T1, yeah. might actually mop the floor with all of APAC at the moment. I think those teams are all very good. Like, actually, I, I've watched a bit of Korea. Um, I watched Team CC 2 Team CC, unfortunately, don't have no hill anymore, which I think is actually a huge deal for that team. Um, I think no hill was a very pivotal part of Team CC's success, mm. even last year, because the one time that no hill actually wasn't like there to coach the team, they lost. Th- they lost to flag in grand finals. So yeah. I think that's a big deal. I think innovation moving to a player coach sucks for me because I think that means that he's like one step out the door of like having to retire and being a coach, which yeah. I think is a fucking shame because I think if there's anyone yeah. who needs a tracer in it, like, dude, watching him versus uh, who they played, O2 in uh, like last, I think their last game was I haven't watched or someone, but like the dude legit is so fucking good at tracer. Like someone, there's got to be a team out there that needs a Korean fucking tracer specialist <laughs> dallas yeah, t- like d- dallas sure i mean i said dallas should sign dia but that's like a pipe dream yeah that's not happening but i mean he 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 does speak he does common korean and he does play tracer in longer range hits game uh, you need both of those things he also has no uh, chance of getting a uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i know yeah so unfortunately that's what the, i mean like yeah dallas i think would like i think like would have been a perfect fit for him right now like yep. you could he can also play he can't really play long range hits game so they still have that issue but um yeah, I, I think CC's kind of this. I tangentialized a little. CC, they are very good. I think all their players are good. I think the same with like T1 and O2. I think they're all fucking correct. I think they beat Valiant for sure. I think they probably beat Charge. I don't know if they beat everyone in APEC. I'm Maybe? getting real scared with Spark. I, I really don't see how this team fails, but I'm I'm a little scared about them kind of just, just boshing this entire just just embarrassment of riches. I'm going to be real with you. I know that Yiska's high on them, but I look at the preseason versus New York and charge and I don't see, I don't see charge performing as well. So if New York has had like an exponential like growth week that we just don't haven't seen just yet, I'm a little concerned about them and how they really kind of get it together. Um, I don't know. I think there's, it feels like there's always teams and contenders that just like yeah perform way none higher of the chinese people. teams will beat the apex though i'll tell you that well actually no no no, that's not true i think i think there are teams that could beat valiant and maybe be going 
that's it's, it's 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 an issue because there are chinese teams in kenobi maybe you can correct me over this they have like the right pieces but they just don't come together right like yeah i want yeah. t1w's coordination but i want like the talent on blg i want yeah 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 yeah. That's you know, i want to like yeah, voltron yeah. them together to make like <laughs> one like megazord to like challenge the yeah. overwatch league but that can't happen so yep. here we are we're uh talking about anime on on an overwatch podcast okay so let's let's explore a little bit about the other storylines that were going on in uh, NA. Because... Yeah. I mean... Okay. Yes. Just talk a about lot Houston. Of, you know you want yeah, to. Just yes. to. Yeah, just Let's talk about just, just, yeah, just a of A lot of the scrimmers scrim <clears throat> didn't hit. I will tell you that team was very confident in their ability to uh, sure. win matches. Weeks before sure. that match happened. They knew what they were on a good path. They knew... Why they were on a good path. Yep. I think, like, you cannot underestimate the impact uh, of the coaching staff towards the development of that. I, like, the... How Django is currently turning out is nuts. Yeah. Like, that's... Where did he play for before? Talon. With Piggy. Okay. Yep. Piggy is nuts. Um, my God. Like, I told you guys Happy. about Happy. I told yeah, Happy. you. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. this kid is insane. This is this is already like the a ballot submission towards MVP title this this season. We not we don't have think, that many yeah. games. Keep in mind, I right? Mean, I think yeah. there are there are players that have I think not solidified, but I think there are players like from week one that you could be like this this person like I think Leave is another one of those players who is like you could say probably can get it like if continuing to be MVP. Happy I think did the same thing. Um, Obviously, there's like your your mainstays like Prophet, who you know probably is always having sure, a shot sure. like that. I think there are, um, I, I think Happy was absolutely fucking lights out, yeah. And there was he, I he mean, was could not find a way. No, 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 could not. Sure, I, I I like the way that you phrased that. They they could not find a way. I think there were ways. No, they no, no yeah, yeah, they, they, they just didn't were, actually just, do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, to be he fair, got to though, play a pretty open game. I, yeah. I will say. To also be fair to Shock, I mean, the fucking iron mentality this team has. Genuinely, it is unreal to me that they came back to that series at all. It, it like, I think it was, because they were down 2-0, correct? And then they drew... Uh, they three. drew Blizzard. Or they, okay. They, they, they drew, lost control, they drew Blizzard. They, drew Blizzard, they absolutely they inted Dorado. Yeah, they inted Dorado and they were down 2-0. I mean, yeah. the fucking mental iron fortitude that this team has to mm, come back from... Yes. That like losing essentially losing three maps. We'll call the draw a loss. And Anubis looked like it was a loss. Yeah. You, you and look they, at their they, defense they, and you look at Happy just peppering they Violet. Come back, yeah. they yeah. win control. They win control convincingly too. Like that was a convincing win against yep. Houston on yep. control. I thought on, it was uh, over. And then wait. they they fucking full hold. Like they full held Houston on the on the first one. And then they got fuller held. I mean, to be like, I think it's probably one of the best Overwatch series I've ever seen. But like, I think both of these teams like. I don't feel like anyone really lost. Like, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, in in like in literal sense, like Shock lost, but Shock also proved that like they can still just be one of the best teams ever, like from any position on the map. It doesn't matter like yep. if they're down 0-2. It doesn't matter how you know deep in the uh, deep in the pits they are. Like, they also have this like really cool thing where like they win fights where it's like six v five or five v six like they play so patiently and just like they have this innate ability to just like pull fights out of literally nowhere but houston i've always been like a houston like uh unsympathizer i guess because i like i really <laughs> anti-simp 
anti Cynthia. But this, I mean, I like everything about this roster. I like the coaching that staff. I like um, the pieces that they got. I think Piggy was, I mean, back on when I, I remember watching him on LG Huya, like Piggy was probably one of the better parts of that roster. Um, just everything about it, I think, is fantastic yep. for Houston. Yep. And I think they've mm. solidified themselves probably as like one of the top five teams in NA, possibly top three. Like they're yeah. good. I yeah. really like both of these teams. And I like that there's a team that can actually beat Shock and like can yes. beat them in a way that's this close and make it competitive. Deserving because I think there sure. was a I think there mm -hmm. was a there was somewhat of a um of a I think also this early losing is good for shock because I think yeah. and good for the narratives of the league because I think it's it shows that like ah the other teams they have upgraded like this isn't just a free shock win this year for a three peat they're gonna have to fucking fight super fucking hard yes. and they also can do it because they did do it in this matchup mm -hmm. like this is yeah. a team that still you fuck around and find out they will come back and reverse sweep you yes yeah, yeah. and it you know like what? that essence has always been with a shock right like they they yeah. are they are just like it, once you once you poke them too much like they just go overdrive mode mm -hmm. but the fact like let's let's be really clear about this this Houston like i understand you fans have like Houston PTSD true this is not Definitely. the same coaching staff this is not the yeah. same player base this is not even the same ownership and this is not a team that loses game, game fives to the same degree that this org used to do it's like 8 and 22 that they yeah, are they in game fives. game fives yeah. really bad they just won in map 5 against uh okay whatever it's not map 5 well they, yeah, yeah. they, they kind of didn't <laughs> they won a map 6 yeah yeah, yeah. I know but, <laughs> I know yeah, what you yeah, mean know. they lost the clutch game they lost the clutch yes. game they were, I mean I think I think they still their record in like clutch just game deciding wins because yes. they probably had a bunch of those it's probably just still really low. yeah, yeah there was a couple in there I remember when during the count but yeah like generally speaking this is just a very new look, and really the only like parts in there that remind of season one, season two, Outlaws is Jake, right? Yeah. Everyone mm -hmm. else is gone, so um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where this team can go. They look out of the Scrimbox teams. They look, of course, like by far the best. Like if you if you take like the Scrimbox, we're very clear about Glad's one. Then Atlanta probably better than Houston, and then Houston. That jeez. Um, Atlanta better. Oh, Atlanta's. Mm. That's rough. I got my stream box got hard fucked by yeah. Atlanta. I mean, I think I think uh, Sefi was really too. public about their scrim run rate of like eighty six percent or something, and they're not. I they're mean, not queuing into scrubs, right? Sure, of course yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. And I get that, but again, like I'm just. As just to put it out there, I don't like. I hear that from Sefi. Okay, that's great. I hear that from you. Okay, that's great. I hear that from other people. Like, this has to line up to something at some point. So there's there is yeah, a yeah. sense of truth to it, but I did not see that. Yeah, not in either. week one. Now, what you know? What I also didn't see. What's that? Kai play the entire match, and I don't understand. Agreed. Yeah, I don't I understand. I, yeah, I think that's a that's a person who, if you're gonna sign that guy, like you need to play him every single chance you can get and like yeah. i think they were they were swapping him out for edison, edison. right yes and i like i edison's fine edison is not kai kai is like a gener i i kind of i kind of think he's probably like one of these generational talents that's coming out of like na where it's like oh, this, yeah 
he's or the West cracked. Right? He is cracked. And you like I, I if you're going to play Edison, like you have to have a very s- decent reason to. And I, I think there's probably a reason with the coaching staff. But for, for me, who's like not watched like or who doesn't have like as much like uh, juice as everyone else, it feels like it feels like edison's there just because it, it i don't know that mm. i can't figure out the reason as to like why edison would be there over kai so now there there obviously is one like there mm. there is one i just personally from just watching their games i was like i don't know when it looks when kai's in there it looks a lot better but when edison's in there it's not as good so what is the kind of give and take there? to to me it looked like they wanted to get rips in for edison um i don't know if you do that in your opener um yeah i i'm yeah. not a big fan of that and um, they look good in also, their opener. also like if you actually care about scrim scrim bucks and the scrim win rate that you have from my information kai's kai joining that team was transformational towards the uh mm-hmm. scrim win rate mm-hmm. so if you if you are someone that values that that is probably like your clear tell Unless you have other, like, you know, behind the scenes ideas in mind or like things that you need to work against, then this is like the guy that you got, got to play, right? Like, Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, me- I, I don't think that that's the thing. My takeaway mm-hmm. is I'm persisting in my folly. This is I not a team that played wrong. as bad as they did or, or like that delivered a performance that is characteristic of that team. I think we mm-hmm. will see a bounce back from them. And I also really? think we will we'll see the same thing for Glatz. Who do they play in week two? They play... Oh, they don't play in week two. Oh, week I'm willing on one. I'm not necessarily on both. It's, you got to pick one. You know, Glatz, okay. I'm so sad because I really like Muse. And I, I, it's not his fault either. Like, I feel like uh, a lot of... It I, I think mean, so. I mean, some of it might be, but it might be a bit of brother muse, but I'm so sad because I, really hey, there's liked, a couple brother muse. I moments. really, really liked like coming out of contender. I they thought have a was, lot of ground to make up if they, I thought he back. was like one, he was like going to come in. He was going to be one of these like really good Korean main tanks. And then it just does not look like, I, I don't know what happened, but I'm very, very sad. Cause I was, I was so high. I mean, me and jo- Joe, I'm pretty sure me and you were both like super high on muse going. Oh yeah, like, I I remember shouting him out like after yeah, yeah gauntlet. after like gauntlet first after the first gauntlet. Like, this 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 is a potential here. We've we've got we've got one boys. Um I I think there is something there. I'm not necessarily willing to just give up on him after no, I mean, one yeah, week. Yeah. But Glads in general have a lot of ground to make up. They're doing a lot yeah. but not doing anything very good. Um, it's hot, yeah. It's, it will be. Hot. It's it is difficult. It is difficult to kind of find a way. But I like Atlanta. I think after their match versus Florida, I saw kind of their rush glimpse and to kind of retouch on like um, Houston for a second. I think they are just like the de facto best rush team in the world right now. Um, I think if you try to mirror them on rush, you're going to lose. I think you saw that on Blizzard World versus the Shock. I think their defense is completely different. I think attacking their rotations is, is just incredibly smart, and I don't see very many teams doing that. Houston is the one team that I'm seeing consistently being able to pressure people on rotations during that map. I digress. I look at Atlanta. I see them pressure accurately. Florida's Sigma style where they're playing. Eichenwald and Sigma uh, splitting away from his team. And they immediately identify that and they split, they pressure gargoyle. They take him out. That's like an identify. Like to me, that shows that you have like a good 
you know, overall macro strategy of how to play this composition. I want to see Kai. I don't think it's necessarily no kind of win, but I think Kai gives you that style that they're they're known to be good at. When did we see Atlanta perform last year? It was on double shield. It's up on these death ball compositions. I think as a franchise right now, they want death ball. I don't know exactly why, but they seem to be very comfortable in very tight death ball compositions that want to have very clear goes, right? If we're kind of bringing up wow terms, very clear engage tools, very clear kind of team fight win um, archetypes, if you will. Um, I think Atlanta, if we want to kind of ride the no, no kind, no win, that's fine. But I think it's more uh, a style difference that he brings to this team that allows them to be a very dominant rush team. And I think if the scrimbucks are to be believed, if we're to go back and look at Suffy's kind of coaching decisions, um, I believe it was 2019 stage four where they're like, you know what? We're not going to practice for the playoff or we're not going to practice for the patch right now. We're going to practice for the playoffs. Look what happened. They come in, they beat shock or they at least take shot close. Obviously you can argue that shock maybe should have won that bat, but there's, there's something to this team and I'm, I'm willing to, to kind of give credence to what Yiska is saying with, you know, Edison, maybe getting some reps. That's something that Suffy's done in the past, right? He's, 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 he's a big picture thinker, right? He has an eye for talent. He's a big picture guy. And you can't take that away from it regardless. Yeah. He's done it in the past and it's been successful. So I'm, I'm willing to give them the break here. Glad's eye. They may just go over. Dude, it's so, okay. I, it's so wild to me when I look at that, like roster and just think about them going for like, I yeah, can't, I it's, it's just unfathomable to me. Cause everyone like this team was super high in the screen bucks. And I think we also like with glads, I, I think this iteration of glads, this is like the last shot that the, because there's this has been like three years running now where we're very high on glads that like they haven't made any like like they made big changes but like the roster and like the organs like have been relatively the same this is the last chance i i think for them because if it doesn't work out now when you have this roster when you have these players something's got to change in like the fourth season i feel like yep yeah i mean glads losing to london would just be a momentum killer for this i, don't I mean it's off, not it, crazy tilter if they lose to one that's I a think just, like that's a booms. the definition of a tilter they're out of the tournament they got a, a month until their next game because they don't have matches the last week then they yeah. miss the tournament then they 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 are on the break and then they play the titans uh, as their first game back that's a heavy tilter yes you can untilt in four weeks but jesus like that's that I should be back from a loss to london like that yeah yeah, yeah. i mean after that you just kind of come out and swing at everyone basically i, I think there's a lot everything. of expectations that they put on themselves regarding those scrim bucks i think they know how good they can be yeah. i think kevster on ping doesn't do them any favors i nope. think they're their wide For strategy sure. pool that they're kind of throwing yeah. at the wind that's not doing them any favors then you have london coming in with a break on week one coming in week two fresh they don't have any you know pressure on them they're the underdog team they can perform. We've seen them perform on rush in the preseason. Again, that's preseason. But this is a, this is a team that is is going to be strong at rush. You know who they scrim? British Hurricane and all the rest of the European teams that are good at rush. Mm -hmm. I think this team has an outside chance to upset game five. You see them play rush and only rush. We have to look at the maps, though. But we'll get to that in predictions. I don't mean to take a also. Time, but do we know why we see? OK, I don't know if any of you either of you guys know. Do you know why we see skewed instead of shoe a lot of the time? I that I don't because I don't know because Shu I mean we based off of last season like dude should be is starting 
Is uh, it think... skewed over shoe or is it skewed over moth? Oh, it might over be moth. skewed over. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it might be over, over moth. moth. I think they're that to may do, be a trying to do thing, the double. But I, I was second guessing, it, guessing like yeah. I'm like, oh my god, is he? Sure. He just Mandela affected me so hard. Well, is, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, so never mind. My question. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. happy to see him. I think it's smart to have a rookie, you know, get in and get some reps mm -hmm. in. But ugh, I, it's not, I don't think it's his fault. I think it's just like a, no, yeah, yeah. I they, just, need I was, to, they need yeah. to file down and kind of pick some things and stop doing so much. I think there Dallas caught be, them off guard and yeah. shock is just good. So there needs to be we'll a little see. bit less brother muse. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's get, sure. get into. Before we go right. get into predictions, because we right. got it soon. Yes. But I think there's one team that we still have yet to talk about that will be Dallas. very important to the outcome of this uh, season at this point. And Dallas. honestly, in my, yes, in my estimation, they have overperformed my expectations for week one, namely by upsetting, I think, upsetting the Glads oh. um, in, mm. in my Scrimbox world. And also, honestly, Playing Houston pretty close, so what? What? How did you? How did you feel about the performance uh, that Dallas showed this this weekend, Kenobi? I think they. I think it's an overperformance because I remember watching them at Next Cup, and I'm like, this team is fucking. It's not. It doesn't look good. But it, they look very... better in the second week after, right? They did. They did. They beat Soul too. I think also what really helps them is this meta is so much better. Like, I mean, obviously they are missing XE. XE on this team, I actually think they probably have Agreed. a chance of beat. If they played the same way, I think they have a chance of beating Houston actually and going 2-0. I think that, but the issue with when they meant like next and why it looks so bad is Fearless had to play ball. Fearless is not very good at ball. They don't have to play ball anymore. They can play Rush. They can put Fearless on Winston, They can on which is the best hero. They mm -hmm. can play Reinhardt his other best hero, and they can keep him away from ball because I think that composition was really um, prevalent during that meta, and now they don't have to really play it that much anymore because they're not also in uh, APAC where that's a lot, they seen a lot more. Um, for me, a huge, but, a huge performance, but I think that there's also like a lot of good, um, there's a lot of good highlights from this team. I think Sparkle's Tracer doesn't look terrible. Which it was, no. which I yeah. think there was some worries about. I think there, are, everyone who said like Sparkle is someone who can just like pick up a hero very quickly and learn it and play very and be very good at it. I think they're kind of cashing in right now on the idea that Sparkle can be a pretty decent tracer for this team. Now, would I rather see like innovation in this team so we can just literally just yeah. only play tracer and just like s yeah. smack people in the face in tracer one v ones? Yes, I would much rather see that. But for what they have right now, I think this is probably about the best I would have expected from Dallas going forward. And it's also like, it's not like they just like lucked out and they're, you know, no. they're just DPS. They look like the coaching I think has also been like very good. I think they've been, had some good set plays, um, especially against gladiators. They look like they, if they can continue to play at this level going into like top four, I don't want to see them in playoffs. Genuinely, I would be very scared to see it because it feels like on any day, they feel very much soul esque where it's like, if they can get, to a meta and to a mm -hmm. point where it's like it fits them, they can probably run the gambit in a playoffs. I think if we're looking big picture, I agree. And that was definitely something that I felt with this team, especially with XE without them and kind of funneling that back down into May specifically. Um, I'll start with positives. I think that Rush at this point can be it can be poked as like a a very creative coach, I'll say. Somebody who is 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 a strong coach historically has a has a proven track record, but somebody who's successful at thinking outside of the box, 
you look at Alan Mystic, you look at their, you know, kind of not innovation, but their very particular compositions and their positioning um, regarding Orisa. And, and I think I, if memory serves me, uh, they threw in some Torb as well. Um, and obviously the May Doomfist uh, somber stuff as well. Um, and I think that's what you really saw kind of shine out with this team is they found a way to kind of like on like moments notice, you know, not a ton of time to prepare for XE not being in. Again, I don't think you're practicing without him. Um, and I could be wrong, but I, I, I really give them a lot of credit for finding their way into the meta, but I think they're going to be incredibly map dependent right yeah. now. I think they're very telegraphed and exactly what they want to do because XE isn't here. Yes. Are they performing well? Are they executing 100%? But I think if you have a team like gladiators that actually steps up and allows Kevster who is on ping to be fair to actually be a threat to sparkle, I think you're going to start to see a big difference happen. I think you're going to see this team really kind of shake in their boots, especially on maps that are going to have them force rush where yeah. they're having to play Doomfist and somebody can answer Sombra and really kind of throw a, a, a thorn and one of their big kind of, carry threats i think if you shut down sparkle in, in any kind of facet this team really starts to slow down and i think as we progress through may i can't look ahead to june just yet and i can't you know predict on who they might be getting obviously tasmo i think has been out there talking about like they are actively trialing people so they'll get it when they get it but it, it's good so far and you have to give them credit there the, the problem here is the talent pool they can choose from is mega limited. Sure. So, do you bring in an American just because you don't need a visa? That's hard. We already hear that it's hard for Logics to make that work in Toronto, mm -hmm. right? Yep. It's not easy. Do you put someone on ping and play from Korea or whatever? Well, that's also very hard. And mm -hmm. that worked for some people. Playing Tracer on ping is not like playing Healbot Anna yep. on ping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very different, right? So yeah. what is, what's, a, what's a Dallas ought to do? They will almost necessarily either approach a team and get a bench player yes. from them. I, th I think that's the likely result. They, the, in, another thing that's possible is that they approach someone that had a visa, which sort of like... So does that help people get a visa? Yeah, it makes it a little bit quicker from my understanding in terms of like, you can skip a couple of steps if you've had pre-applied already there. Okay. Now, that doesn't help that much as it sounds like. Like, who are you yeah. going to get? Liberal? Like, it's... That, that doesn't, doesn't help you. That doesn't. doesn't help you, right? <clears throat> so You need a hit scan. Like as much you as need, I want to You need a league. hard yeah. hit scan. Yeah, you want. I mean... Which oh. is why I said Dia, because he, he's not gonna, <laughs> not, like, I, I, I mean, my idea, th my idea thinks like mostly of meme, but like realistically, like genuinely, like if there was a way to like, you know, shed the, the necessity of like getting a visa, I think yeah. you need a player like Dia who can cover the tracer because it's just nice to have that and also have that long range hit scan because there are players like that that exist. Mm -hmm. It's just that I don't know how you get them in the middle of the season right now with all the visa issues. I think you like, can like it's possible but it's just going to be very difficult and i think it's because right where they're probably just going to get someone from like a bench uh, like someone who's not necessarily needed uh for their team and just take them there's a few people who i'm looking at that i'm like i don't know if they'd let them go but i kind of really want to see it um, like from like some korea containers? i look at i no i think i think it has to be somebody with an active na visa mm -hmm. um or at least 
somebody who has a visa in the past. So these are my three, right? I think I'll start from the least likely to the most likely, right? Okay. I would love, and I don't think they'll let him go. I would love to see Glister on fuel. Ooh. Ooh. That's kind of spicy. I mean, that's, I in, that's like instantly that. like I can't a love like story. That. Yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't like, think they're letting him yeah, go. I, I think they know what they have. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't perform yeah. this week, but yeah. rest yeah. assured, you remember him on London last season, the bright spot. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to continue to be yeah. a bright spot. So I don't think that's going to happen. Um, my next one is probably Nene. Obviously, uh, people have mentioned that he's kind of out of playing, but he does have a visa. Yeah. If there's an outside chance, I think he might be the other one. Um, but my most likely, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna put some money on the criteria, you had to have had a visa before. You have to have a visa now, and you're probably a bench player. I'm looking at Jerry. Where, dude? I was thinking Jerry too. Dude, I, I don't thinking... hate it. I'll I'll straight I mean, up tell I you, it's not good it. enough. It's not good enough. I don't think it's it's not good enough, yeah, but it's something. Good. Someone said stitch in chat, and I'm just like. Um, you know, if I'm gonna no. be real with you, okay. I if we're, if we're saying it. if we're saying Jerry's not good enough, then Stitch is definitely not yeah. Good. I, I I'm 37. Yeah, it's not. No, I don't think I don't think Boston can afford to let him go. No, no. I I if if soon was still on the team, then maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think if I had to guess, I don't hate the Stitch shout. To be fair, um, but just from the active NA pool right now. Yeah, I think Jerry might be the best bet, and I agree it's not good enough to hang for titles, but at least gives you a way into playing Rush, right? Like, you need a McCree right now if you want to play that. And there are some maps that force you to play it. If you're not playing it, you better be, you know, hotboxing that Dolphin Dandruff because (laughs) I don't know what you're going to play. Yeah. They're going to have to be stuck on Hanzo. They're going to be playing Hackfist. They're going to be playing May all the time. What if Dallas just gets Sigma from Odyssey? Actually, I don't know if he's playing from... I won't speak on Contenders. I, don't know, I know he's just like a Tracer what? God, but I don't know if he's... I don't know if he is NA resident. But if they need a Tracer player who... I mean, NA Contenders are kind of there. I feel like the thing is, if you look at that deal... That you're getting as a player. If you are an amazing player, then you so come in, okay. you probably have a great salary, whatever you're doing. Sure. You come in into a team that if you can push it to the next level in terms of like actually providing a competent hit scan on all the heroes, and we'll also yep. say I don't think Xy was that person either. No. Then you could legitimately make them a title contender. Just by the virtue of you. So you're there. joining a team that already feels like a family, probably has a great salary, has pretty sweet accommodation, and then you're making them one of the best teams in the Overwatch League. That is a sweet deal. Problem being, I don't see... I, I, there's no clear candidate where you could go to a team that wouldn't automatically, like demand astronomical buyouts because they know you are desperate. Yeah. Oh, well, that's okay. what... <laughs> I'm going to keep just like pushing this narrative. Dia doesn't have a buyout. Shut up with your Dia shit. I, dude, you're not, I, it, you're not it, it getting makes, Dia on it may, But like, honestly, like it makes so much fucking sense just like from like the, just the, just the narrative of how, what the hero pool, the fact that he, ca- he comms in Korean. He has art, calmed. I don't think it's strong. No, no, no. They only com- they come in Korean and English only on, sure. uh, on CC. And he's been doing it for like a year. Like I, if there was 
I fucking want it so goddamn bad. I, I want him in the fit. league too. I just don't. I don't. He know. would fit so good in this team. Like know. it is, it is a match made in heaven that he would go to this team. He I fits, won't be mad if it happens. He fits the long range hit scan. He fits the tracer play. The only thing he doesn't fit is the fact that you have to get him a visa and like and like. That's and a pretty big could, fit. Yeah, it's it's a pretty big <laughs> deal. I'm just very high on my Dia stonks right now, and that I think that he should be in the league in some capacity. <laughs> chat it, did godsby have a us visa was he here at some point i mean we know season that two but i don't know if that like that that's where it's like i don't yeah know i don't i don't know about these where it's like maybe yeah, yeah. so minsu maybe godsby like spark has a lot of talent that they're yeah, just kind of having the around stuff. like that would be another team you could tap yeah. into the thing is there's always like something maybe maybe new york just randomly got their players us visas and suddenly you can get get like one of their, like, Ooh, just, sure. yo, if you blocks. snipe, snipe Guangwoon, <laughs> yeah, that's a snipe, yeah, I mean, but you probably also gotta pay an arm and a leg for that, yeah, but um, it's Dallas, they Happy's that, not going money. to, yeah, Happy's not, um, no, no I did, did, Houston shouldn't, like, Come on. put him Happy. in, like, just, <laughs> put, just, put him in, like, styrofoam and just, like, make yeah. sure he doesn't go anywhere. It's also, you, you, I mean, as an NA team, do you really want to sell if you're one of the top teams and you're like no. in a position where you can make them actually like. Christ, nuts? no. Yeah. Well, someone no. said DM, but I don't think. I, get I rid don't of, think Shanghai's like. Shang yeah. and, and, and visa issues are still persistent right yeah. now, right? Yeah. What about Erster then? Because Erster is. Erster has an AV6 because he was on Atlanta, right? <sighs> do you want. I don't think that can go on Moon, though. Well, you I want think the trick play it, but it's his not. tracer's very good. I mean, like, at that point, you can good, also sure almost can say libero, like. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could, but I don't know. You probably pay less for libero too. Yes. Not um, to the same, like not to the same level as Erster, but I think at that point, I'd be willing to argue libero. But so, so thin. They need somebody. Yeah, it's well because you. I mean, the, the whole issue is that you have to do this like mid-season. So yeah. even if you get someone, you're probably not going to get them for a while on. It sounds like they have some some feelers out there. They've they've got some some lines cast. So we will see. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get some some info soon enough. Yeah, and there's a, a lot of technicalities involved in terms of yeah. the visa yeah. situation for them. Uh, what is feasible for them to play? Um, mm -hmm. What sometimes you just have like, for instance, Punk. What kind of nationality do you think he is? You would have thought Australian, right? Nope. Sure. Is U.S. citizen, right? So oh. sometimes oh. stuff like that happens, right? Interesting. Where, Interesting. Yeah, you, like, just out of left field, someone is just American and right. doesn't need, need <laughs> visa, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, hoping for the best because I feel like this team is really close to being good. And yeah. I also feel for them that they aren't because while this Tricer issue would have persisted, it's not one that would have necessarily ruined their season, I feel. Um, mm -hmm. Right, okay. Time's not on our side, so we gotta run those spreads. Um, okay, let's do it. Okay, uh, Don't, no, no like offense. Flip no offense, but like we're not going to talk a lot about Paris against Vancouver. So, Joe, who you got there? Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't hate Vancouver at I'm gonna I say have, Paris. I have Paris three zero. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Pick, nah, Paris, I, that's a Paris. Uh, it's not three zero. I don't think I it's three zero. I I don't think it's three zero either. But maybe three one. I'll change it. Gladiators against Spitfire. 
Fuck, dude. Okay, I have Black's three one, but this is the last. Like, this is the last. I'm. I'm not gonna. Uh, Holy fuck! I am. I'm sitting down there lose. on the predictions table, Kenobi. Like, I, I have to. Yeah, I have to. Fucking. I, I can't pick London though. Oh, I, I just, look at Joe, Kenobi. Look at Joe. He's trying to find courage <laughs> in this cowardly heart. Glass three one. Glass three one. I. I can't. I can't fucking. I can't. They have okay. to. They have to bounce back. Here. Busan, I think, is good for Glads. I'm looking basically for maps that London can just force rush and just like diff them. Okay, but like I look at Havana, I don't hate that. It depends on the double shield, which I have it three like two. Glad's. I have it Glad's three two. Like I don't, I don't think it's like out of the realm of possibility that London will win this. See, I, I'm leaning slightly. I'm gonna say London three two. Oh okay. my god, he said it. Okay. I think Ilios is the okay. difference maker. I think uh, that that map in general feels like you can kind of really be obnoxious with Rush. Um, I look at Volskaya. I think they're going to do well i think don't Glad's say too much just enjoy when you get the pred right don't don't be yeah, right I'll... for the wrong reasons just enjoy <laughs> it that's what i do always just i'll say lucky. i'll say london three two i don't trust glads to get it done in a week i do and that's why i do too i i, I, too. I think this is a safe but i think it, i, I think promise chat i'll stick will, with this they no. will they will squeak it out they will like it will be a squeak if it happens it will be a squeak okay not, guys Roll over London. There's no yeah. way. London, the next one is I, juice. The, okay. jack, the next one is juice. The next one is Eternal? juice. It is Are Chengdu you, Hunters yeah. against the oh, New York oh, Excelsior. Oh, oh. I know where you're going, and I know where I'm going. 3-1 one, uh, one Chengdu. I'm saying 3-1 Chengdu. Oh, thanks. Saying 3-1 NYXL. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't, I don't know any of the juice. I, I keep hearing NYXL is very good. good. stuff. I keep hearing that. I heard some good shit about Glads in Atlanta too. So Last we'll time Guangboon played against All anyone in. from TCC got fucking look, pounded. Look, I, I I bet on black like two times already. I lost almost my money. So I'm keep. Yo, Yiska, I, I just keep, on the Yiska's I'm betting on scrims. Yeah, I'm betting on scrim box. I'm throwing them in, and then eventually when they come right, maybe I can break even. That's basically my strategy at the moment. I have three three one. I because because I actually like realistically. I don't see uh, a player on New York Excel that I don't think is actually like. No, actually, that's not true. I was gonna say I think I think Chengdu matches up pretty well against. That's a tough open. Excel in power level. That's a tough open. I think like, I think main tank they have an advantage. I think Chengdu has a main tank advantage. Yeah, they're. To be fair, also Elsa like, people shit on Elsa a lot, but he actually played like pretty decent against Shanghai and eh, against one uh, week. Okay, you know. I mean, time. he actually was. On the map, he should look decent too. So you know, there's that. Kenobi, even <laughs> if I gave you literally every position but Jonak, I don't think it's about that in that match. Like this no, team no, no, has no. consistently been described to me as the most cohesive team that teams have scrimmed. That uh, wouldn't shock me. We'll that would yeah, that wouldn't shock me. Like, uh, but who, who's the best team at breaking down cohesive teams? Chengdu. Uh, the Chengdu zone, yes. But yeah, it's the zone. Yeah, I, just drag them I down. gotta see it, Ray. I mean, if you want to yeah. show it to us, like, be my <laughs> guess, but I gotta see it first. Like, Guangguan is just... way better than Jimmy. Someone asked in chat. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not even close. Yeah, Guangguan, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's better than Leave, but comes yeah. down to basically Feather and Jinmu. I, yeah. I think it, my mind tells me Guangguan is just going to. Take lead to town. He's very good, dude. He's he's, he's I, I wouldn't take be, lead I wouldn't to be town. shocked. Good. He wouldn't he be shocked. Guangguan's really good. Uh, I think I think he's got an issue with Gaga, Flora, though. dude. Oof. Like we'll, we'll see. We'll see. 
I think this. I don't think it's, people understand yet what what kind of a monster that team uh, will be, and especially yeah, we with seen him. Uh, <laughs> especially like with the top dogs like as weak, they might just be the best one. We, we'll we'll see. We'll see. And could be. Chengdu is definitely the type of um, competition that you want to see and uh, to open up. This is a good one to, to open, open up. For. Yes, it's also like let, let's be honest. These are all young players with a couple of exceptions. Um, that's a trial by fire, for sure. Yeah. Okay, let's fire these through. Uh, Fusion Spark. Philly 3-1. Uh, Fusion I don't, I don't, Spark. I don't know yeah. what the fuck I'm seeing from Spark. Is it like the <sighs> Chinese roster? I hate Korean this. roster? Is it a melange of the two? I don't know. I have no idea. We'll be huffing I some melange here in a second. Yeah. I don't know. No, Say this it. is tough. Come on. It's not that hard. I have to go Philly. I'll say Philly yeah. 3 2. I, I, I'll go Philly 3 1. Um, okay, that's not that same match again. That's the encore match. Uh, Houston against Paris. Houston 3 0. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Okay, dude, dude, this is this is this is where this is where I have a little bit of a I don't have maps. Juice. <laughs> okay. I picked Boston 3 2. But you don't like. Do they really go 0-4? I really like Boston, dude. I, I really do. I, I don't like IM37. That's my issue. That's the one. Yeah, but I like the rest of Dude, Myunbung, come on now, my son. I can't get I can't do that to Glads. I think it's gonna be a, a, a Imagine absolute... how just how right you would be, Joe. If you also no. got that one. No. no. I mean, I like the sounds of me getting it right, but <laughs> I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, I have Boston 3-2. Well, I mean, if they do lose to London. Well, okay. Do, okay. We're saying that, like, we're saying that Rush is the bad comp for Glads, right? Is that what we're kind of, like, going off of? or? Um, Not necessarily. I think for London in particular, I think that's where they're going to thrive. And I, think I mean, that's I think where they Uprising's can Rush probably slaps. <sighs> Like fusions, fucking that's the right okay. heart I want. If, fucking... if they lose to London and if Boston is practicing as hard as I'm hearing, oh, this is gonna be another squeak. Uh, I I'll think, say, that's why I said three two. I'll say three two. Fuck I, it. I wish I had collected scrimbucks before this, <laughs> and I might still adjust my pickems based on. I mean, GBS those. is. I hope GBS plays like GBS and fusions. I think is a that, fucking that would be nice. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if GBS is so clearly better than Punk, by the way. That's a that's a no. Side I, I think Punk, Punk like if it's like if they want to play like Sigma Rush, like Double Shield, I think Punk can come in because I think right. Punk's Sigma is actually really good. Yeah, I think they might need to. So I'm saying three one Glads. I'll say three two into, Boston. Right into the Boston. next juice. Okay, uh -huh. Washington <laughs> Justus against Dallas Fuel. I I three two Washington. Oh. Uh, I don't think it'll. I wish I had maps. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah. Um, I'll say three one Washington. I think you've seen enough of Dallas to know what to expect on the given maps, and I think yeah. I think they should be prepped for it. Um, yeah, I think Washington can do a lot more than Dallas. I think Dallas is gonna be a little telegraphed. They could be saved by maps, but I think just generally, I think Washington's a better team. Yeah, I agree. Three one uh, justice as well. Okay, uh, New York Spark. 3-1 XL. 
I actually, I, I was also very close to putting this 3-0 because I think everything that I hear about it. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's I See, the thing is, I will probably, what I'll do with this match is I'll watch Philly versus Spark and then I'll probably make my prediction yeah. for this one. Yeah. I'll yeah, say like day day one impacts these next yeah, yeah. two days. Like, and I will do that as well. Agreed, yeah, yeah. agreed. Don't hold but like, to that. But like off the face, it's I, I say three uh three one NYXL just if we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say I don't know what the fuck Spark is gonna do. New York three one unless Spark looks like really good. Some good shit against Philly. Yeah. But yeah. Preemptive prediction, New York over Spark. Right. Um well, you already know for the next one. You already know, baby. You already know. I'm back yeah, on I'm my bullshit. Uh, NYXL, by the way, as well. And then you guys would say Hunters? Hunters 3-2. Yep. Hunters 3-1. See, this is where my, my inner bullshitter just, like, <laughs> wants to get you guys. You know, like, be the Chengdu believer and go, like, how did he know with the Shanghai? And then just turn, do, do the heel turn yeah, and also be right. Back. Yeah. Uh, that would be sweet. Now, I don't have the scrimbucks on how the Fusion are currently doing. I, I doubt it would help me much because they seem to be such a uh, match day game. Mm -hmm. I think based on what I've seen, I have to give it to Hunters. Even mm -hmm. though I'm really concerned about that value match. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's, I don't know if it's it just like trolling. Bad. <laughs> I don't know if that's something they vol voluntarily do. I'm not going to talk about sandbags on this podcast anymore, but... Uh... That's right. You better not. <laughs> it was not that bad. It was just right. one map. Yeah, yeah. Get it out of the way, Valiant. You won a map. Good for you. All good. All good. Now, I don't think that's that hard. Houston Outlaws against no. the London Spitfire. 3-1. This, this, this is a rush diff. This is 3-1. 3-1 three one three one, Outlaws? Uh, Houston. Houston. Yep. Yeah. Great. Um, baby... This one's tough. Boston against Dallas Fuel. 3-2 Dallas. Yeah, I'll say 3-2 Dallas. See, that match can go either way. Um, I think it can. It's a coin, it's a coin flip. It's a coin yeah, flip. yeah, for sure. Certainly could. Uh, uh, that's the end of the week. All right. Yeah, um, yeah week's over. I'd probably go Boston here just, just to... Okay. The gut feeling. Um, but yeah. Okay. The last match: the Washington Washington Justice against the Vancouver Titans. Three zero. Yeah, three zero. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't. I really don't hate Vancouver. I thought they have like they're they okay. have something going. Like they're okay. But they're not, yeah, they still might be like. I don't know if they're actually. I don't know. They. I don't think they're the worst team in L at the moment. Maybe they, uh, they still are. Worst sure. team? That's hard no. to say. Maybe worse Valiant's than pretty bad. It's pretty mm. poop. I did see a Nano Sombra teleport to the back of the map and then do absolutely nothing. So that's pretty not great. Yeah. yeah. Who's that Sombra? Was that Malaren? That sure was. Yep. Sounds about right. That was pretty not good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Vancouver looks okay, but I don't think they're Yeah, Washington's going to have a hot day and just fucking yeah. clap. Quickly, uh... Get on with it. Oh, it was Crystal. Oh, was it Sounds Crystal? Okay. Same. Uh, not shocked either way. Uh, by Desert Bear is a question: If Houston wins those matches three zero and three one, are they locked in in first seed for May Melee? No, because theoretically speaking, Somebody Justice could. couldn't right. couldn't drop a map and uh, get it that way. So 
Not quite, but they'd certainly qualify even if they just like win one of those matches, which, which they absolutely should based on the uh, results they had last week. Right. Okay, we kind of breezed through these. I'm, I'm happy with how we landed. Um, yeah, so once again, um, I suppose as a closing out, we do hang out watching those matches in, uh, in Discord. Which is, I think, which you can reach by typing in discord.me slash tactical crouch, all one word. Uh, brings you to them. We'll see if we, we keep using the match, like the, the stage feature. Didn't, wasn't great, like a big fan of that. Um, just to, I, I probably won't be f uh, in them for the entire time because, like, I noticed, like, if I want to get post match stuff done, no taking is better when, when I'm yep. by myself, mm -hmm. so to speak. But then I come in and then keep in mind also, like I will ask people what, what they're interested in based on the matches and I've secured two uh, additional uh, post-game -match, uh, post matches. Right, so let's, let's do the roundup. Kenobi, what's going on in your professional Overwatch life in the next couple of days, uh, weeks? Not too much, honestly. But, uh, I, I'm pretty much... Uh, I pretty much not have too much going on. I did China last yesterday um, for the English podcast, but you should all um, still watch um, the rest of the games that are on today and tomorrow. Um, they're finishing up the first season of playoffs. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Collegiate's over, but I may be doing something about that at some point soon. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to finish my finals and get good grades and boost my GPA for next semester. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much. I also have a tactical crouch project in the works that I'm doing for school that I will sure. probably share with all of you. Uh, nice. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it. Um, but yeah, that's what's going on for me. Uh, you can find me at, at KenobiCasts on Twitter. Uh, I'm kind of close to a thousand subscribers, hint or er, subscribers, thousand followers, hint it, nudge, nudge. Oh, um, let's go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, Kenobi. yeah, that would be. Um, that's pretty much all I have. Uh, if you, I, I will probably be doing some sort of like Reddit or just my Twitter threads about the first week of China at some point. So be on the lookout for that. Sweet. Joe, how about you? Um, I may make a video highlighting, uh, soul and the difference between soul and glad's fair comp. I thought it was super interesting to see the differences and, um, you know, looking at brother muse there basically <laughs> um not necessarily just his fault but he definitely uh, blundered quite a bit um so there might be a video in the works um i think later on today me and uh mushu beef are going over uh vision strikers first loss to some funnily enough notable overwatch players shout outs to uh, zumba and bunny zumba looks quite good on the astra so give that a look if you're into to valorant um and then i just got a couple emails back so we'll see what kind of interviews are in the works um and yeah that's pretty much it for me go follow kenobi sweet so as for me like post-match interviews look out for those if you want to catch up on some of these in my opinion the one i did with jexy is probably the best short-term interview or one of the best i've done in like 12 years of content creation or more um really heartfelt interview Jax is always someone that pushes himself, possibly to a fault, um, 
It was no really less. Cook, apparently. I I had to ch I had to hold something back when I asked what went wrong today, and he no, no in not verbatim, but basically said it was me that made the difference at the end, meaning I botched it. Um. Furthermore, I'm still not over the Skarka boost. I'll tell you straight up, I don't think it should be legal, and I can't believe that we're brushing over. How the legality Wait, the, is. I feel like the you didn't like the striker. Is this the striker striker creating yes, that you're talking about? Yes, yeah, based yeah. on the the available information that I uh, I got from people that should know. So while it is confirmed that this place legal, just you know, I I'm not happy with the how the rules are currently working and expected to piece tomorrow. Um. I asked around a bunch of um, people. It, that piece will probably hit your feed shortly before the um, before the the games go live. There is something that needs to change about rules in the Overwatch League. I hated the malleability. Uh, sorry, no, I didn't hate that malleability. I actually quite like that feature because we need to adapt to uncertain situations instead of running broken system into the ground. What I hate is the lack of transparency and conclusiveness and follow through. It feels like my inner law student has been egged on uh, by, by this repeatedly over the years. And I think it, it's, it is um, high time that we have a discussion about rules in the Overwatch League because they aren't intuitive. They just simply aren't. And as much I hope to uh, inform tomorrow uh, check it out. It's probably going to hit sometime, let's say, c 7, uh, 7 p.m. CET, so like two hours before the matches start. Um, okay. And it, it, it will just be an aggregation of uh, feedback I've, I've collected. Nice. Right. Otherwise, was a banger, guys. Like, thanks a lot for everyone that tuned into Twitch. I, I saw the, the viewership numbers were, like, quite high. I think we got high into the high 60s. 160s, uh, even 170s uh, occasionally. So thanks a lot for those guys. Once again, if you want to uh, check out more, like we're available on all podcast pop platforms you can think of. We're available, of course, on YouTube. You can catch us on Twitch. Yesterday we had to uh, reschedule based on like my availability on Wednesday, but also... We hope to have John back because it's it's always a like a very different experience and we miss him a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so hope to see you back, buddy, like next week. Um, all as well. Love you, KT. Thanks a lot to Kenobi for coming on once again, being the Batman yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> you might actually be the the person with the most appearances now. I'm not sure. At least you're probably at least probably. Tied. I have, I have three now. Yeah, I have three now. Right. Yeah, I think that's that should be tied with like Christopher or something. Yeah, okay. right. sounds about right. Right. When Chengdu wins Overwatch League, I'll come back and break the record. That's when uh, we break out the we break the, the glass. When Kenobi comes in and <laughs> gets to be an insufferable bitch on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, I already was. That happened. <laughs> no, you know, I tweeted. I tweeted before. I tweeted before the game against Shanghai. I said, "I can't believe I know it. You I'm, did. I'm so glad we get Achilles and Avril to cast Chengdu beating Shanghai." Yeah. Good man. Uh, yeah, I'm also so glad for Avril that he made Overwatch League. Yeah, great debut. Also, also, like friend of the show. Shout out to Avril here. Um, 
definitely like one of the casters that isn't in mute land for me personally. So enjoyed that a lot and uh, enjoyed the opening weekend a lot, as I expressed in the in the piece I wrote this weekend. I think the production is up so a lot. So glad Al's back. Like it is, it's a great feeling to have Al back. It's also a great feeling that so much of the stuff we've said over the years that should be part of the broadcast, like play, constant player camps, like um, yep. like funny skits once again uh, to a degree, like the clips that we lost due to the transition. I mean, yes, you can think about the drops what you want, but it adds to the numbers that every other esports does as well. So yep. I don't think it necessarily degrades whatever uh, we have here. Overall, congratulations to the Overwatch League as well for a great opening weekend. Arguably the strongest since the inaugural season. Um, so. Great and selection of talent. Um, so all, all online, very good shout. I think um, so the, the stuff that Jaws talked about in the leaky bit uh, thingy, I, I think I, he had a clip on Reddit where he said there's going to be uh. something very um, like that we, people will love from my observation of what people love on in content i wholeheartedly agree it's not necessarily my cup of tea but i think that's that's also great content what's coming down the pipe there so definitely like it, as a package as a whole i think we can we can at least congratulate the overwatch league the games we will have to see the viewership is higher than I expected. So, mm -hmm. once again, glad to have the Overwatch you know, League back. Glad to talk to you guys about that as well. You okay. had a point? You know who else uh, needs a congratulations? Who? Our fabulous patrons. That's Refined Bead, Freddy, Yo, Battle Crab, Lulshin, Rexay, Parchop Sammy, Kasha67, Char, Nathan, Your Misery, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Chris Art, 34444, Bronze Bob Buhau, and Hotel Bravo 1, and I believe Jake H, and if not, shout out to you. <laughs> Very good point and very good closer to this episode that actually landed quite well under the two-hour mark for basically what we used to do in two podcasts. So <laughs> nice. without adult supervision from John. <laughs> Hopefully, John, we got you back next week. Otherwise, thank you guys for tuning in. That was an episode of Protectical Crouch of which I forgot which episode it was. 171. 171. There Here we go. are. That was Professionals. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next time. <laughs>